Hello, I am Amber. I'm Chelsea. And welcome to Politics But Make It Fashion. Come chat with us. Javi Coffee, your daily grind reimagined. Instantly craft any style of coffee in seconds. Get 20% off your next purchase if you use code AMBER48138. Again, the code is AMBER48138. Go to javicoffee.com. Good evening, politics, but make it fashion listeners. Happy motherfucking Sunday. Um, listen, guys, unfortunately, our fearless co-host, Amber, is unable to join us this evening, but I am here with you, Chelsea, ready to do a little mini-sode um, that we're going to cover some information until... Amber is able to be back with us and join us. First of all, has it been a week for anybody else or is it just me? I feel like I, I feel like I say that every week. But listen, guys, we are all out here hustling, doing the best that we can, doing the most. Does anybody else feel like they are that type of person where they are just constantly doing the most? Um, because <laughs> I do. And I'm looking at my schedule. On my calendar for next week. And I'm already like, oh my gosh, I can't wait for it to be over. But that's okay. Not me out here complaining because I am very grateful and I actually love what I do for a living. And my family is the literal best. Like, I, I actually think that my family is the best above the rest. And not that it's a competition, but <laughs> anyway, so listen. Let's get down to business, okay? Because there were some crazy things happening. Um, AKA, number one, Trump's indictment. Oh my gosh. <laughs> he is really out here. Um, I was actually listening to a um, podcast about his whole situation. And they said directly after uh, he was in court, he went and bought food for everyone in the courtroom, <laughs> all the lawyers, all the people listening, uh, which I thought was really nice. But also, that's kind of crazy to do after you got indicted. And here's the deal. I think that we've had multiple presidents deal with confidential files in areas where they should not have had them. And one of the things that sticks out about Trump and his situation doing this is that he basically said that he is allowed to do that because he was the president, which unfortunately is not <laughs> true. It's not a fact. You cannot do that just because you're the president. It's confidential for a reason. Um, and something else that uh, I was listening to uh, if Amber was on right now, she would be rolling her eyes so hard, but <laughs> that's why we do what we do because we have two different uh, perspectives that we bring. But I was listening to the Ben Shapiro podcast and he said something that I agree with as well. And one of the things that he said about Trump was that no matter what, that's kind of Trump's MO. He kind of does what he wants when he wants, period. Um, 
But when you are the focus of, I don't even want to know, I mean, like not the other party, but when you are kind of out there and you're a focus and you're already kind of in trouble dealing with the law, dealing with the SWAT team, coming into your personal residence, what you probably shouldn't do is make yourself even more of a target. I mean, I'm I'm not saying to be a coward, but also like maybe be smart. And I don't know, I just, I have found in life in my 37 years that a little bit of humility goes a really long way. So I think he could have handled things differently and he could have handled them better. But nonetheless, here we are. Speaking of legal woes, Hunter Biden. Oh my gosh. Now, if anybody, if any of you guys who are listening are like me, when I heard about this, of course, I'm like digging and researching, looking into it. Do you know what I found the most? And like I said, if any of you guys are like me, you probably found exactly what I found. Hunter Biden pleads guilty to a couple of tax evasion issues, as well as makes a deal in a gun charge that he had. It seems as though everyone is trying to make this a republic versus a democrat issue. Like the republicans are saying, "Oh my gosh, if it, if Hunter Biden was a republican, he'd be crucified uh because his dad's a president, he's not getting as much jail time." And whatever, whatever. I mean, you can make that argument all you want. I will not argue that because you know what I see? I'm thinking of, oh shoot, I can't think of the girl's name, but I'm thinking of the mom who lied about an address so that her child could go to the school one neighborhood over to get a better education. And she went to jail for seven years. I'm thinking about that. I'm also thinking about Todd and Julie Chrisley, um, from Chrisley Knows Best and how they were proven to not be evading taxes, but they still went to jail for seven. They've been sentenced to jail for seven and 15 years. So no matter what, you've had not one, but two tax evasion issues. And now you also have a gun charge, which was found in your possession while you were um, dealing with a drug addiction which is a felony. So no matter what, I think that there should have been a little bit more of a punishment or accountability for him. Because right now, he basically has two years probation. Um, So I don't, I'm out here not really concerned about whether he's getting a punishment because he's not getting a punishment because he's a Democrat. I'm out here saying if we're going to hold people accountable, then let's hold them all accountable with the same degree of um, intensity, I guess you could say. And also, again, like, why are we putting women in jail for trying to, for lying to get their kids better educations, but people who aren't paying their taxes are getting like probation. Like I genuinely believe if it was found out that I was evading tax my ta- paying my taxes with numbers of 100 grand each time, I would probably be in jail even though I don't have a previous record. Um so why isn't Hunter? Just curious. Please let us know your thoughts. I'm definitely curious. Um, I'm probably going to say this the whole episode, but I wish Amber was here. She always brings another side. And I'm genuinely curious how Amber feels about this. Guys, 
Also, too, one thing you should know, this podcast was born out of Amber and I having these types of conversations all the time. (laughs) We would talk about this stuff all the time. And eventually people were like, you guys should talk about, have these conversations have a podcast, get a conversation going. So now because of that, we don't really talk about this anymore. So we don't talk about it until we get onto the podcast for the most part. There's a few things that just get us both all riled up and we will be like, girl, did you see this? Did you hear this? (laughs) Um, But anyway, so can't wait to hear Amber's thoughts on that um, because she always brings great thoughts. Now, did anybody hear about the storms in Tulsa, Oklahoma? It is intense. And I'm not talking about my people here on the East Coast because we've been having a lot of rain and also multiple thunderstorms a day for the past couple days. No. In Tulsa and Oklahoma, thousands of residents and in Oklahoma and Louisiana are without power following weekend storms, which was um, reported by ABC News. Three tornadoes have touched down. Heat advisories and humidity are making the situation even more intense. So think about not having power and also having water damage. Now on top of that, the heat levels are at crazy highs. It's 100% humidity in both states, Oklahoma and Louisiana. That can be really, really dangerous, especially when you're trying to clean up, trying to regroup from having a storm, especially if you are a young child or a senior citizen. This can be extremely dangerous really fast. Uh, Over 70% of the U.S. power grid is more than 25 years old, according to CNBC. That's disconcerting, (laughs) to say the least. Um. People are just really out here living on a prayer because that is not necessarily probably up to code, which is very disconcerting. So keep Oklahoma Oklahomians or what? How do you say that? Keep residents of Oklahoma and Louisiana in your prayers because this has got to be. I can't even imagine. I let my dog outside today and it was super humid and I like could not get inside fast enough. And I'm just thinking like, oh my gosh, to have no kind of um, relief from the heat and the humidity must be a literal nightmare. So keep those residents in your prayers and we will keep you posted. Oh my gosh. Now this is something that Amber and I have been talking about. I know I'm not to speak for Amber, but I can definitely tell you guys she was extremely upset about this whole sub situation. I, there's a lot of controversy in here because apparently it was, oh, shoot. I think it was $250,000 per person to go on the submarine ride, which was going to take you down to the ocean floor for you to view the Titanic ruins. And right before they were went on the sub, they were told that they should not eat a lot before. And there was also no open seats left available, but it was also pretty small. Um, they could bring one sandwich and that was it. So when they were kind of missing in action for a long time, that was one of the major concerns. Like, are these people eating? Are they getting enough water? Like, what about the air? And unfortunately, spoiler alert, if you have not heard about the situation because you're under a rock somewhere (laughs) or you don't want to hear about it here, you want to do your own research, stop now. For everyone else, 
Unfortunately, the submarine imploded. And basically, I think it's super strange because the, well, I guess it's not super strange, but the Navy knew that prior to them announcing it, prior to um, the people who put on the search, prior to them finding um, submarine, um, what's that word? Submarine wreckage, uh, the Navy was like, yeah, they're definitely, there's no way they're alive if they're missing from the grid. Um, so the Navy knew it first, but unfortunately, and so did James Cameron. James Cameron was saying there's no way that they're still alive. So I cannot believe that, um, that happened, but it's crazy. You never know. Just like, I'll never forget hearing that, um, Kobe Bryant died on a helicopter ride because you just don't think like these famous people, these wealthy people who are going on these things that happen that, you know, that are done on a consistent basis are going to like randomly wreck and pass away. But unfortunately, they have. Um, Then the last thing that we were going to discuss tonight is ladies. Well, I guess ladies and gentlemen, people, (laughs) if you will. Do you prefer a scoop neck, a V-neck, or a crew neck? And why? Please hit me up with your answers on Politics But Make It Fashion 1 on Instagram because I need to know. I am a crew neck person myself. I love, I feel way more comfortable having my collar come all the way up to my collarbones. And I feel like I like the coverage. I like the fit. I like the flow. I even like my sweatshirts like that. I like my sweatshirt to be crew neck. How about you guys? And you know what? Amber is somebody I've known for, oh my gosh, since I was five years old. So about 32 years. And I'm wondering what her preference is. We need to find out. But anyway, thank you guys so much for joining us for this mini-sode of Politics But Make It Fashion. And please like and subscribe if wherever you listen to your podcast. And if you feel so inclined and you want to leave a little little review, that would be much appreciated. And Amber, you're the realist. We can't wait to have you back next week. Talk to you guys later.